0: This is your five-minute food fix. One of the requests we get most, Simon, is to find ways to get kids to try new foods.
1: This is one of yeah. the things we get most, and it's one of the things we work on day in, day out, Yumi. We
0: do. And mm. can I just tell you from the outset that I have two older kids who are yep. now 20 and 18. When they were little, they mm. tried everything. They're still the same now. They're really adventurous, culinarily. Slimy things, fermented things, weird things with tentacles. They were up for it, right? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. From, from the days they were born and I just thought it was because I was fantastic as a mum.
1: I love that. We were the same with sleep.
0: (laughs) Then I had two more kids 10 years later, and they are so fussy. (laughs) But the beauty is, because I've got these older kids as examples, I know it's actually not my fault. It's just who they are.
1: Yeah, and that's it, isn't it? It's knowing it's not your fault, working through it, and that's what we're going to do today.
0: Yeah, I'm Yumi Steins.
1: And I'm Simon Davis. This is
0: your 5-Minute Food Fix. So, Simon, let's talk about getting our kids to try new foods. We're both in it deeply with kids who have got various fussinesses. We're on high rotation of a couple of meals that we cook over and over again. It's yeah. tedious. Yeah, it is. But also, like, my soul wants to sing through food oh, to my I children. Know, and
1: it's really hard. You mentioned we we're in it, and it does feel like we're in the trenches, and mm. it's a bit of a
0: I do want to say that I did some Googling and saw what the council council and various nutritional experts said.
1: I love right? you've done your homework. Yeah,
0: I did it because I do want to give good advice and it's all the same sort of thing. You know, yeah. it's like, don't turn it into an argument. Yes. Be supportive, um, make it a buffet so that they can choose and they have a, they feel a bit of agency over it. Yeah repeated exposure. So you might try them on capsicum on day one, but they might not like it till day 10. Now this is where I've heard arguments about, you know, if you're quite poor, Mm. literally Mm. on the poverty line, then you can't afford to be chucking out capsicum nine times to get them to that. 10th time. Yeah. So s- people are definitely experiencing disadvantages in getting their kids exposed to new foods. But one thing that was repeatedly brought up as a suggestion that I think will work is getting the kids involved in the preparation of the food. So if they're actually cutting the capsicum, they might give themselves an injury.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Which>
0: <laughs> did happen the other day. But they will feel so much more invested in, in trying that food. They plate. will.
1: They'll be more likely to try it when you put it there on the plate. I mm. think that's really good advice. Try and get the kids involved in the food so they can see the process and they see something's there at the end of the day. Kids, for them, it's, you know, uh, their brains are still taking it all in. They're trying to wrap themselves, uh, wrap their brains around what's on the plate sometimes. Mm. And that's why they love, tend to love foods that are simple and easy, where they can see what that thing is. They understand what it is. And often why they don't like foods where lots of little things have kind of been put together. So we've talked about that in the past, you know, separating foods out is quite good yep. little bento type boxes of lunches we've yep. been there done that still there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in places sometimes that works really well um, I also think don't set yourself up for failure, Yumi. If you're making something for kids and you know maybe those sesame seeds scattered into that stir fry veg at the end is going to be an instant fail, don't add them. I know that they'll make it more delicious for you or I, um, but work out ways that you can add those extra things to the, your own portions at the table, Yeah. but not put them on Such the kids' Such a good food. point
0: because I love sesame seeds yeah. and I, I want my kids to get that love. You yeah, know. Me too. But, but yeah, I know that they'd be repulsed if they saw them in the dish.
1: Yeah, I think that's good advice. I was speaking to a, an author, Tessa Kuros, on this the other day, who wrote a beautiful kids' book, Apples for Jam, years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that she told me, along with, I thought, really interesting advice that she wished maybe she didn't try so hard with the kids early in age. And I think that's really good to hear from someone who's an expert on the okay. area, um, is um, to try and offer options to them. Not huge amount of option. You don't want to say what's for dinner tonight, because you know the answer will always probably be chicken, Ch- onion, and chicken. <laughs> um, but you know, say, will we have the broccoli or will we have uh, carrot tonight or broccoli or sweet corn or whatever mm. it might be? And then so suddenly you've narrowed it down to those two options. Like in all other parenting decisions, that's really good for a kid okay. because they're kind of investing in that decision yeah. and making a choice and I think that really early like when kids are really early and they're trying things for the first time maybe it's pureed food or you're going to that episode of you know making loving dolls or stews for little kids and you're spoon feeding uh, it's a similar process I would go through then in that you batch cook and put some stuff in the freezer and then when you're, you're reheating it microwaving it later down the line to try that food on them it's always less painful than when you've just made something with yeah. no sleep and they're rejecting it and you're like why am I doing this it's yeah. the same principle
0: okay, yeah. okay. one last tip from me that I'd like to add is that I have had some um, advances recently, Simon, Mm -hmm. by delaying dinner time by about an hour. We go to soccer, Kids are really hungry, yeah. but we've we've been out. I haven't been able to cook and hit that time mark that I usually do, so dinner's pushed out by a whole hour. The kids are starving,
1: <laughs> and they <laughs> ate the food that they
0: normally wouldn't. So That's I don't I don't even want the kids to experience that you know violent hunger, but it did get them to Some, try. Something. And it
1: is about whatever you can do to get them over the line. Sometimes if it's mm. a bit of clever linguistic rebranding, making those broccoli florets into magical fairy trees, like we've talked yes. about before, or telling the kids that that they you know, imagine that they're a T-Rex chowing down on some, <laughs> a person instead of a carrot, whatever inspires them to get over the line.
0: Such a hot topic for parents of kids, Simon, who love food, but their kids are not on board. Yes. If you've got some hacks that you recommend, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us what worked, tell us what didn't, and we'll try and share them on future episodes of your 5-Minute Food Fix. The best way to probably get in contact is to find our Instagram, 5-Minute Food Fix, and put a comment there.